Welcome to a new episode of Poise to Shine. I'm your host, Nicoletta Mura, Confidence and Leadership Coach. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter and also join my free community on Facebook, The Confidence Tribe, if you want to develop your self-confidence and assertiveness supported by a group of like-minded women. Enjoy this episode. Today we have a fantastic guest. I'm so excited. So we have Lou Stokes. She's a style and confidence coach. And uh, so welcome, Lou. Really, really happy to have you here. Thank you, Nicoletta. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Yay. And uh, (laughs) so, Lou, tell us a bit uh, um, about you. What do you do? I mean, I already gave a spoiler. (laughs) So... I'm a style and confidence coach, as you just said. So basically what I do is I help women transform from the inside out. So we go from self-love, confidence, energy, wellness to style. So it's all about becoming your authentic self and living life on your terms to become the magnetic woman you were born to be. So it's just, you know, really going inward learning more about yourself, learning really how to cultivate um, a relationship with yourself, a loving relationship with yourself, um, cultivating your confidence, like really boosting your self-esteem, self-esteem so that you're oozing, you know, with confidence and you're radiant in your own skin. I love a, lot of my, a lot of mindset work as well, you know, because often as women, we have body image issues at some point in our life, whether they're, you know, um, like a massive thing in our lives or not. It just depends on each individual. But I think as women, as we go through different phases of our lives, we go through different things and, you know. Yeah. And we tend to be very critical of ourselves. So let's be honest. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, totally. Yeah. Um, and I love what you're doing because uh, as you well know, it's very well connected to what I'm doing. And uh, what you do is that uh, core um, self-care that core self-worth that it's so so important to actually honestly to have a happy life because yeah. without that uh, like we we struggle in so many different areas um uh, and uh, i'm one thing is like how did you come to do this so what happened <laughs> <laughs> what happened so it's really interesting because I used to work in fashion when I left university. I studied a master's in fashion and I, you know, as when I was at uni, I'd work in shops and I worked in a boutique in London. So I was always very much surrounded by fashion and style and I was very intrigued by it and fascinated by it. I just found how people dress and express themselves like, you know, just fascinating basically. Yeah. Um, and then when I decided to go to university, my mum, I remember she was like, oh, if you specialize in fashion, you know, you might be limiting yourself and that kind of thing. So I ended up doing a business degree in Spanish. <laughs> so whilst going, whilst at university, I was working in, um, a store, a clothes store, loved it. And then I ended up doing my master's in in fashion communication marketing and then went on to do you know styling and other stuff so I was very passionate about it and I worked in various different fashion houses until just before I was 30 when I decided to take a break because I was actually suffering from an eating disorder okay 
and I realized that, you know, it was time to take some time out. I mean, I'm not going to blame the fashion industry for, you know, what happened to me. But uh, Thank you, because I, I was going to ask you, honestly, if, you, if there was a connection in your mind between, you know, the environment you were in and your eating disorder. To be honest, I mean, yes and no, because, yeah, you know, if, if we look at fashion magazines, especially, you know, we're talking about probably 15 years, 10, 15 years ago now, it was all very much photoshopped and like that wafer thin woman. Um, so I think in some ways I was searching to be that perfect woman and have the perfect body and but on the other hand it was I think if even if I hadn't have been working in the fashion industry this still would have happened to me and there are so many different you know influences uh, about it uh, and uh, I think a lot of people can recognize themselves in what you're saying because uh, um, I mean I use Instagram a lot for work and uh, mm -hmm. already there I'm bombarded by specific uh, you know ideas of what good looks like and uh, right. um, you know, I love that there is more diversity. I love that we're seeing now different uh, um, sizes, different colors, different, you know, of everything. But yeah. um, I'm also aware that me, myself, and honestly, just before we start recording, we were just commenting about uh, my makeup. And, uh, and I realized that uh, um, that's something as well. I take inspiration, you know, from what I see on social media. So it's so easy to be influenced by what you see. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, with social media, it's very, especially Instagram, I think it's so easy to go down that road of comparing. It's so easy because you're seeing all the, you know, perfect or what you think is perfect. Yes. And, um, you know, perfect lives because it's not just about a physical mm -hmm. thing either. It's just, you know, it's everything. Perfect lives. But the marina house. and, uh, you know, the airplane, first class flight. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. So it's not, I think it's not just about the body. And through my journey with this eating disorder, I came to realize that it all came down to self-love. I love it. And my, I know now that me, when I was, you know, in my darkest moments, I was crying for help, mm. you know, through my body, I was asking for help. I mean, it's a very complex subject and, you know, everyone has a different take on it and a different experience with it, those have gone through it. And even those that have never been diagnosed with an eating disorder but have body image issues, which, you know, most of us women, like we said, have at some point, um, it's very individual. Yeah. And it can be at certain moments in your life as well that something triggers it and you start going down that path. And so I think it's really important, especially nowadays to be aware of like not comparing to others and just really cultivating your relationship with yourself. Cause at the end of the day, it's the relationship you have from when you were born until the time you leave this earth as a physical yes. um, plane. So it's, you know, it, it's so, so important. And people are constantly like, thinking about their, their relationships with others, which obviously is important, but the first thing you need to think about is how you feel about yourself, how you treat yourself, how, you know, how you speak to yourself, because often we're not even aware of it. 
you know, and that voice inside is yes. going on. The inner monkeys, the mind monkeys uh, that are often yeah. working over time. Yes, yes. And uh, um, so now um, you're working with, uh, so you're helping women uh, develop their self confidence at the core but also you are still combining your love for fashion um, yeah. that didn't leave you and uh, yeah. help them <laughs> develop their own right sense of style and what they want basically is that correct yes exactly so we work a lot on this you know the inside and then you know it's in the it's interesting, isn't it? Because the fashion industry, like everyone's like, oh, it's so superficial. It's this, it's that. It's like, you know, it's, you have to be perfect. And they're all bitches that work in the fashion. You know, it's like, it's very like being put labels on it. And it's not necessarily that way. Um, and style and fashion, a lot of people are like, oof, don't want to bother about that. And, you know, they think that, like I said before, that it's superficial and frivolous. It's not it's a way of expressing yourself it's another way of loving yourself that's so true you, know, you really don't care what you put on in the morning then maybe there's something wrong inside yeah i mean honestly, people can wear um something that maybe i don't like but it's a way to express uh, yes their own personality to express their own uh, um, choices and yeah um and i love that so it's an in a way, it's an easy way to express our personality to the world without shouting it from the rooftop. Um, and I think we need someone sometimes to help us with the difference between following a trend and mm -hmm. discovering what we truly like. Yeah, I work with um, clients. So basically, first of all, we get rid of anything that doesn't serve them in their in their wardrobe and we create looks with what they already have. Cause often you have stuff in your wardrobe that you kind of have left it there and you've not really looked at it and oh, yeah. you try it on again and you're like, wow, I didn't know, you know that, or you put some accessories on it or you put it on with a certain other piece of clothing and it looks amazing. So, I mean, first we do that. We work with what, what the clients got and then we move on to creating an authentic style story. That's so we cool. really work on, like I don't just take clients shopping and tell them what to wear. I like to educate them. Okay. So if you've got long legs or if you're wider at the hips, if you've got bigger bust or whatever, we work with the body shape on how to create, you know, the style story. Then we work with colors and then we really look at what lifestyle and personality that person has, because you're not going to put on a black, suit and a white shirt if you're a creative personality type or maybe you will but you'll put on some funky earrings or you'll do your makeup differently so it's all about working with that person from a place of authenticity i love it i love it i think we all need it to be honest because um and of course i talk for myself but also a lot of my friends we keep spending so much money on uh, clothes that are actually not right for us uh, that are not really well thought of um, you buy a new piece of clothing that doesn't fit at all with what you currently have yeah. um, uh, so yeah <laughs> uh, being there done that uh, I honestly when I moved country I gave away so many things that it was uh, uh, almost embarrassing um, right. I, realized I was giving away stuff with the tags on you know and uh, so now <laughs> yeah. when 
Yes. So now when you're talking, I was like, yeah, okay, check. I do need this. So it's fantastic. And, uh, <laughs> but um, I think you're doing a great, great service. What do you think is uh, um, the main challenge that your clients might have? If there is one specific thing that you can say, it's just more generalized. So from a star perspective, often it's they, they're stuck in a rut or they don't they they think certain colors or certain shapes of garments don't suit them so they find it difficult sometimes um to let go of you know maybe the black clothing it's not you have to not wear it ever again but it's just adding more variety to the wardrobe so that often happens where clients find it difficult to let go of that and that's very interesting because that comes from like a deep rooted thing. Um, often we just wear one particular color or, or for example, I say black a lot, but it could be white also more than neutral colors that are easy. Yes. So we continuously buy black or gray or white and our wardrobe's just full of it. And because we think one, oh, it goes with everything, but there's nothing for it to go with if that's the only color we're really wearing, you know? So it's very much about looking at your buying patterns and why you buy stuff and becoming more conscious of that and actually realizing that, you know, you can have a wardrobe without having thousands of clothes that's very easy to combine and, you know, and that you can feel and look amazing in all different colors. You don't just have to wear one particular color or always by the same. So that's one of them. And then, yeah, I think the self-love and the confidence, that's a big thing. I mean, a lot of the challenges are women, they always want to do stuff for others before themselves. And so it's getting them to understand that it's not actually being selfish. Yeah. And you need to take time out and, and it's also establishing routines, especially in the morning. I'm a big fan of morning routines and um, meditation, yeah. journaling, you know, just really cultivating in that relationship with yourself. Oh, look, you're, you're really saying all the right things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really listening and I'm like, yes, yes. Oh, yes to the meditation. Yes, to the journaling. Um, I know yeah. it did change uh, how I approach my days uh, since I started journaling um, in the morning as first thing. So, um, and, and at the end of the day, um, I say all the right things. To be honest, they're right for me. And I know that they're right for so many others, mm-hmm. but uh, um, the part, of course, is to find what works, right, for of your course. clients and uh, what fits uh, um, what they need. Because uh, and as for style, the same goes for confidence, uh, like uh, confidence. Uh, and uh, I know you heard me say, but you know, confidence uh, uh, leads to competency and at the same time, competency leads to confidence because yeah. we want to do more of the stuff we're good at. So oh, that's really uh, some parts. Uh, and when you were saying about uh, people thinking specific things and they're carrying those beliefs with them, um, that's really, you know, those, those beliefs that we've been carrying all the time that haven't served us well. And, uh, uh, but we don't know what else is out there. So sometimes, right. you know, we keep, 
believe in these things because we haven't experienced anything else yet. Um, so I think you're doing a fantastic, fantastic service to all the women that really needed someone like that in their life. Um, it's more like a friend, a big sister, someone that yeah. the person we wish had told us that when we were growing up or when we were in that situation. So really, that's, that's amazing. And thank yeah, you. Thank you. That, really. Thank and you. Uh, <laughs> um, so what is success for you? And do you consider yourself successful right now? So I think success can change at different phases of your life. So when I was probably in my 20s, I thought of it being like having like a high paid job and like, you know, being this successful businesswoman. For me now, it's success is having like living life on my terms, having freedom and finding balance, doing what I love and not having to work for someone else that's telling me I have to be at 9am every Monday in the office. I mean, it's yeah. not for me. It's for some people, you know, each to their own. But for me, success is that really, just living life on my own terms. I love it. And feeling, and feeling fulfilled. And I remember like a lot in, in yoga, because I'm also a yoga teacher, they when I first started learning and doing a lot of trainings, they talked about serving others. And I was like, I found that very interesting. Like, Oh, serving others. You know, it was, I didn't, wasn't really sure that I got it at first. And now I totally understand that for me, it's just like so enriching to share my life experience with others to help them transform, you know, serving them that, to me, that Absolutely. is like success. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's clearly where you take the motivation to do what you do. And, uh, um, and that's why I think it's beautiful because uh, we all need that uh, big motivation, uh, but also it's important to see when is once again internal to us, like in your case, the discovery, right, of uh, mm. how much you loved using your experience to help others um, uh, avoid potential you know the same experience you went through and uh, the difference between uh, uh, doing it because someone else tell us that that's what success looks like um, right and and I think when we are younger as you mentioned we don't have often that capacity to understand the difference so we buy in on what society tells us or what we think you know we saw from others that is success um, I know yeah. I changed my vision of success multiple times. Yeah. So, yes. It's like I found myself, uh, you know, climbing that corporate ladder like there was no tomorrow. And I worked so, so hard. And at a certain point, I realized that I wasn't happy at all. <laughs> so, you know, that was uh, a crazy moment. And I'm sure um, a lot of people, you know, can relate to not necessarily changing from corporate to entrepreneur, but definitely mm -hmm. changing even job or career. Just that, yeah. that's so important. And yeah, like just doing yeah. what you love, like what sets your soul on fire. I think that's the most important thing. I love that. That's a good soundbite, you know. And <laughs> and <laughs> um, so, did you have a role model growing up? Could be like a real person, a movie. 
you know what? I was thinking about this. When I was growing up, it was Madonna. <laughs> I love Madonna. So, whoa. I just feel like her music for me is just like in the different phases of my life has been really appropriate. Yeah. Um, and just her pers- persona, like she's very much a strong woman that's really, you know, passionate about what she does and she's incredible at it. And she, as she's aged, she's just become more powerful. And I find that so inspiring because we're told by society. Yeah. That, you know, after 30 or, you know, things go downhill and it's I just, she just proved it's the complete opposite. Absolutely. So, oh, I love, I love yeah. the, I'm getting goosebumps really. And, <laughs> and it's so true. So true how she was so much ahead of her time. Because, yeah. Uh, I mean, there were other singers and, and that were famous, but no one was that powerhouse, you know, yeah. Madonna was at the time. So love it. And yeah. what about now? So, now I think it's more like I'm inspired by different people I've been meeting, especially since I've been on this entrepreneurial journey. I've been meeting all different people through different courses, masterminds and stuff. So that's, I find that that really inspires me and just to see how other, what other people are doing and, and different things that people are doing. It kind of opens my eyes to really realize that anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah. So I think other, especially other women, you know, seeing other women step into their power and like, and be who they really are. Like that's just for me, like really inspiring. Yeah. I, I, I understand. I understand where you're coming from because uh, um, things change for me as well in terms of uh, who I who I feel inspired by in a way it's like before there were more external people and as I mentioned it's like you know famous ones yeah. and now um I'm I'm really meeting some people that I can totally actually geek out a little bit about and uh, um and appreciate them and really get the direct exposure so it's fantastic so there are really i think we should do just an episode about all the cool people that we admire really yeah (laughs) and uh, um so what is your biggest priority in life right now so i probably go back to living life on my terms really balance um, as an entrepreneur, as you know, it's sometimes difficult to stop. Yes. <laughs> so I think for me, really, my priority is to get more balance because I love what I do. I could just do it all day and all night. <laughs> no, it's true. Oh, gosh. Yes. You are, you are. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. I'm really trying to set clear um, the times on my calendar and then... Yeah you know, literally either uh, move away the phone or stop working yeah. on whatever I'm working uh, in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> and even just like go and watch something that's not related to anything that you do as well. Because, you know, we like to watch ins- inspirational stuff and, you know, 
Yes. <laughs> and, or other people that are doing similar stuff to us as well. So it's, you know, even that for me, it's like sometimes, okay, Lou, you need to stop now and just go and watch a different movie or go out, you know, and do something else. But yes. not same watch the same related stuff. I love it. No, you know, you're so, oh gosh, this is so timely because uh, um, honestly, yesterday I was thinking that I want to read a, a fiction book because right. I've been reading business books for quite some time and I was like, oh my God, I really just want some good story that does not require my brain power, you know, or yeah. me to take notes or anything like that. Um, and yeah, so I need to make it happen. Uh, that's true. That's so, so wow. I needed to hear that. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> But right now, do you, well, not just right now, actually, in general, do you find yourself following more your heart or your head? My heart. Your heart. Yeah. I mean, I've always, well, I traveled for a few years and basically I backpacked. I lived in Australia for a while in Asia. Yeah. This is where I really overcame like my eating disorder. And I, I also wrote a book in that time and, that was where I really connected to um, the heart. Like I really, it, when you travel alone, I don't know if you've ever really traveled much alone or whatever, but it came to the point where I just would, I just asked myself continuously, what does my, what, what do I want? You know, what does, what feels right? And I think that really started to cultivate that question and so, so now I'm, you know, I do exactly the same thing. I've continued this on. Like, how does that feel? Does that feel right? And even though sometimes my head is going, you should do that. But my heart's like, oh, no. And sometimes it's a hard decision because, you know, it's practical reasons or whatever. Or maybe it's an amazing opportunity, but your heart's just not in it. So I really do believe in the gut instinct and following yeah. your heart. Yeah. I love and it. it is a practice. Yeah, it is. It is. Because um, if we don't use it, we lose that connection with our gas feelings. Um, I noticed this, and, uh, and I know it may sound shallow, but for instance, uh, we do have a gut feeling when we meet people. And yeah. uh, um, sometimes uh, because we have been brought up to ignore it. To just, mm. you know, uh, say, no, we need to get to know this person before I can have a reaction either way. Right. But, and, and that's true. Absolutely. But at the same time, I will say 99% of the time, my first impression is exactly confirmed. And I can say this, like you discover something and then you get to know the person more and then you go back to your initial reaction. Or... Same thing for uh, big projects, uh, uh, big, uh, you know, uh, decisions. Um, mm. I always uh, <laughs> joke with my husband about this when he's uh, undecided about something. I tell him, uh, flip a coin. And, you know, the moment before it's landing, you know what you want. Because that's <laughs> yeah, the same. So true. <laughs> and, uh, um, and I use it with myself as well. You know, when I don't really know, when I was deciding if I wanted to quit my job, you know, incorporate and move to be my own boss. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, I was debating and the pros and cons. And I try to be very precise as much as possible. Reality, I already decided. I knew what my heart was telling me. Um, I just needed a head to catch up in a way. Yes, <laughs> so, it is. 
it's so true yeah um so, so yeah i think uh, uh, for that it's uh, it's something interesting for all of us uh, just to give ourselves the space to connect like what you did with traveling by yourself by the way that's totally a book material um <laughs> and uh, um i i i think you know you gave yourself that space space yeah and i think that's why as well maybe it's not about traveling maybe it's about really cultivating a meditation practice because that's sort of me giving yourself space or even if you're into some form of exercise like running or whatever it is i think giving yourself space and just becoming present in the moment but yeah meditation is definitely a good way to cultivate your intuition I love it. Uh, yeah. And, and that's something that everyone can do. So yes. um, it's like, you don't need to go and travel to India to learn how to meditate. Nowadays, uh, there are so many good uh, uh, options, uh, you know, out there. So yay. And uh, um, so you gave us already so much value. So I feel like uh, I'm pushing for it. But do you have like favorite words or phrases that you usually say? One of my favorite phrases is be prepared for a miracle to happen. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So that's intense. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I think it needs to be internalized a bit. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, for me, it's like whenever I'm feeling you know, maybe a bit low or low energy or, you know, something's going on in my life. I just, that, I just keep thinking that phrase, like, it's okay. Or even just during the day, you're like, how does it get any better than this? And then a miracle appears. Something happens. Uh, wow. And uh, um, so would that be the type of, uh, you know, words of wisdom that, that you will share? Do you have something else that uh, you want to share with our audience? I think for me, the most important thing in life is to know who you really are and to cultivate a relationship with yourself because ultimately everything else is an extension of that. So your relationships with others, your career, um, you know, everything is to do with the love you have for yourself. So I think if I could give any words of wisdom, it would be to just really connect to who you really are and live the life that sets your soul on fire. Oh gosh. Okay. I love it. This Lou really, um, I will totally use it uh, in the promo for this episode. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you? So if people want to connect with you, where should they look? So the best place for people to connect with, connect with me would be in my Facebook group, Self Love Sisterhood. So there I talk, you know, we talk about self-love, energy, confidence, wellness and style. So there's a lot of, you know, tips and tools. I also, you know, do videos and some masterclasses. So it's a great place, you know, to get some tips and tools about self-love and you know all those other amazing things that i love and i'm sharing with everyone that's fantastic and yeah it's like it's uh, the tips uh, and the access to you of course uh, yeah. and uh, uh and i guess the sisterhood there is quite uh, yeah. a key part yeah, right? i mean it's not a massive group 
but it's a very like very interactive and you can feel there's a really beautiful energy in there oh so, love it yay yeah, I will add, I will add it, uh, yeah i will add the, the uh, link uh, in the description box then thank so you we'll just go there and uh, no really thank you lou this has been uh, such a fantastic fantastic uh, um, call and experience for me as well because uh, you were saying so many things that resonated well with me and uh, <laughs> but I really hope as well they will resonate with the people listening to us um, so that they can establish that good relationship with themselves you know and uh, uh, as you said it's key so thank yeah. you again Lou and uh, really it's like uh, uh, best of luck I'm looking forward to you meet so you much. again maybe yes. one year time and uh, and see what you have done uh, what's happening for you again okay so thank you so much nicoletta thank you bye guys <laughs> bye <laughs> thank you for listening to this latest episode if self doubts and inner criticism are holding you back from joining your business as the ceo as the boss as the fantastic expert that you are i can help you Email me at nicoletta at poise2shine.com and we'll arrange a call.